Welcome to the inauguration week edition of the Sequiza, your weekly game show of news, entertainment, and also news entertainment. I'm your host, Chris Eliza. Let's get right to meeting this week's guests. As always, I will introduce each guest by their Twitter bio. First, we have Alyssa Rosenberg. Here's her Twitter. Act 4 at Washington Post Post Opinions. Married to Matt Gertz. I am Diafina. Do you not watch Parks and Recreation? I do, but I trailed off at the last, like, season and a half. Did I miss something? Yeah, this is in, I think, it's either season two or three. This comes from an episode where Jerry paints an allegorical scene that he enters in a local contest that includes a topless female centaur who turns out to look like his boss, Leslie. He claims that he's done this sort of unintentionally, and Leslie gets really carried away with it and declares, I am Diaphina! Oh, um, so it's sort of a, a running joke. Okay. Our other contestant, also a critic, Chris Richards, pop music critic at The Washington Post, big on dark social. Why are you big on dark social, Chris? What does that even mean? Dark social is like uh, when people share news, content, what have you, um, not on a social media platform, but like via a text message or a Gchat. And since Twitter is all about bragging about how much reach you have, I like to brag that you know, I might you might not have many as many followers as I like, but I'm big on dark social. It's basically like saying your band is big in Australia. Oh, okay, interesting. Well, yeah. is this what it's like to hang out with critics? Yes, like just feeling dumb the whole time. Yes, fine. Um, <laughs> prepare to feel very smart because I'm about to get my. I can't wait. But that Good. voice that you show. just heard uh, is super producer. It's me, Carol Alderman. Yeah. Um, wait, before we start, Chris had Chris Carol and I take it as a point of pride that the opening music that you just heard mm-hmm. is. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I yeah. actually composed it, interestingly yeah, enough. it's yeah. true. Wait, did you really? Yeah, nope. overnight. <laughs> I did. Um, nope, not at all. And um, many people are like, the music is outdated and lame, to mm-hmm. which you would respond, Carol. It's supposed to be cheesy. Correct. Uh, Chris, you have thoughts as the pop music critic. Well, I love it. It's so fantastic because it reminds me of instructional videos from the 80s that yes. I would watch as a public school student in the it's 90s. True. You know, I just feel like I'm at driver's ed or in biology about to learn how to use the microscope. <laughs> uh, Carol, rules? Okay. We're going to have three rounds. You're going to get one point for every right answer, no penalty for wrong answers. Then the person with the most points wins. Yeah. It's pretty it's simple. simple. You guys ready? Yeah. I'm about to die like an astronaut in a science fiction film, like in the cold silence of space. Round one is listicles. So I give you a topic, you ring and name something that fits that topic. Anything. If it's right, Carol will then give you 10 seconds to name as many more things that fit that topic as possible. When your 10 seconds run out, we'll give the other person 10 seconds to name anything you didn't name. Number one, name any president who never went to a college or a university. Abraham Lincoln? Uh, That was Alyssa with a very faint ring. Yeah. But a correct answer. Now, you have 10 seconds and go. Okay, let's say Andrew Jackson, um, James Buchanan, maybe? No, I think Buchanan went to college. Um, That's two. Lincoln and Andrew Jackson. Uh, Chris, 10 seconds and go. George Washington? Correct. John Adams? Incorrect. Thomas Jefferson had to go to college. He's such a smarty pants. And one. Yeah. George Washington did not go to college. Thomas Jefferson and John Adams did. It's kind of a weird list. So Washington, you said, Chris, Andrew Jackson, 
uh, Alyssa said. Abraham Lincoln, Alyssa said. Martin Van Buren. I mean, whatever, dude. <laughs> Zachary <Money>. Taylor. <laughs> yeah, ZT. My favorite president, handsomest president, Millard Fillmore. Andrew Johnson, who everybody thinks forgets was president because they think he's Andrew Jackson. Grover Cleveland. And Harry Truman didn't go to college. Truman didn't go to no, college. No, I didn't know that. Oh, that's, that's interesting. I mean, oh, yeah, I guess some he, of the older guys. Like, he had I get to go that. work in the haberdashery, right? Right, exactly. He didn't I go to college. That's kind of cool. Number two. Okay, this is sort of plays into Chris's hands here, but <laughs> now just ring in if you know the answer. Name one, and then we'll go from there. Name any band or act performing at the Trump inauguration concert on Thursday. Toby Keith. That was Alyssa Toby Keith. Ten seconds. Carol, you ready? I'm ready. Go. Got Lee Greenwood too, right? That's correct. Um. Oh man, I've been writing about country fun. music. So did she say you too? No. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's because you two's not performing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just by by way of comparison, Springsteen and Stevie Wonder played this concert for <laughs> Obama. Okay, so. Toby Keith and Lee Greenwood are off the board, Chris, which sadly are actually two of the most recognizable yes. names on this <laughs> list. Um, Carol, ready? Mm-hmm. And go, Chris. The group Three Doors Down is Correct. playing. There's a DJ named Ravi Drums. How do you know that? But yes. There is um, a trio of country singers, which I think are called the Frontmen of Country, which includes the singer of Lone Star. That was really yeah, good. D- now he There's, could have. That was a gimme, three. you guys. The fact that you knew DJ Ravi Drums, what is that? Well, because what's I, a DJ Ravi Drums? I saw uh, his name on the bill and thought who you have never heard of that person. Guy? Yeah, before. he's done like um, from the very little research I've done so far, which I'll be doing more in the next forty-eight hours. <laughs> I guess he does like um, sort of like tech demos for drum pad technology and like Nintendo game system stuff. I have no idea what to expect. Toby Keith, did he do the Where Were You When the World Stopped Turning? The no. 9-11 no. song? To, no, to, his is the Angry American. Yeah, the Angry American. He'll put the boot in your yeah. posterior. Oh, <laughs> It's right. the American way. Right. Oh. But Toby Keith's really interesting because after that all went down, you know, he said that he was a registered Democrat and he doesn't have political affiliation. And I mean, he also know. was one of the people responsible for getting the Dixie Chicks basically blacklisted. Blacklist From right. country? Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I'm obsessed it, with Toby Keith, but right. that was terrible. That's yeah. interesting. He had, Did it, he I think talk he, about why he's performing? I mean, because a lot of people have been particularly like music stars, not just like country, but have been like shamed into not performing or have chosen not to perform. Right. I haven't heard much from Toby yet about it. The thing that's interesting to me is I think he models his sort of like I'm apolitical and I have my own views after this Merle Haggard idea, you know, Merle, no. Merle Haggard famously, you know, with the Okie from Muskogee sort of lashing out against the hippies. Right. And then later in life sort of seeing himself as this kind of, you know, rogue entity who can't be bought or sold or whatever. Um, and I think Toby Keith models himself after that. But I just find that he's always whoever seems to be in power. That's who he's, he's with. I also mm. think he does have sort of a genuine service ethic to the music. And okay. like, I don't necessarily love all of the stuff that he's like written sort of about and for the military, but mm-hmm. he does a huge amount of sort of USO touring. And I think he really does understand his music as a public service to a certain extent. And so, you know, I mean, there's a lot of sort of sloppy rhetoric about people coming together and healing the country. If he actually came out and said something like that, I would find that more credible. Right. Just given right, the amount. Right, because he's actually done something. Right, as opposed given to just the amount it. of work that he actually does and he's the amount of creative Definitely energy. the biggest musical, the greatest musical talent on that stage for sure. Oh, Great man. singer. So here's who you didn't name. 
the Reagan years, who are the fill in, who are the fill in for the Springsteen cover, cover band. band, the Rockettes, which is not really a band but a performing group, the Piano Guys. Oh yeah, the Piano Any Guys. Any idea, Chris? There's some guys with pianos. 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 Yeah. Jackie Avanco, Avancho, Avancho. Avancho from America's Got Talent, and amazingly, Chris named DJ Ravi drums. Uh, we move on. <laughs> To number three, this is the last question in this round. <laughs> Name any person, place, or thing Donald Trump has called a quote low life on his Twitter feed. Chris Richard. Washington, D.C. itself? No, that is a good guess, though. Uh, Alyssa. I mean, the question is who he hasn't called a low life. You're uh, just buying for time now. Ooh. Let's see. Summer, what's her name? The former Apprentice contestant, maybe? Summer Zervos? Yes. Uh, do I? Incorrect. Like, no. But I do want to run through who yeah, he has do. called a lowlife. There's an awesome site called TrumpTwitterArchive.com where they archive every tweet he has made and group it into like number of people. 241 times Trump has called someone stupid or oh, whatever. Cool. It makes it very easy yeah, to ask great. questions like this because I did not go through all of his tweets and figure out who he's called a lowlife. He, it's actually he doesn't use it that much. Yeah, it's not a. It's not like a sad. Right. Well, it's not a punchy phrase, right? It's you know, it's multiple syllable. Yeah. It doesn't so, have like the hard consonants. Right. Okay. Here's who he is called a low life. Interestingly, he often does this by retweeting other people who send him things, and then he adds a little low life context. Okay. Elizabeth Warren <laughs> is a low life. Lisa Belkin, do you know that name? Yeah. She's the New York she worked for the New York Times and accused him of making a pass at her when she was younger. Right. Uh. She doesn't work there anymore, but Lisa Belkin, he did not name her. He just said, Some New York Times reporter said I made a pass at her thirty years ago. She's a low life. Okay. Ted Cruz is a low life, right. not surprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Nutter, the former mayor of Philadelphia, low life. Eric Erickson, the conservative uh, talk guy. Gitmo detainees. <laughs> Gitmo detainees right. are low life. Yeah. Right. Uh, because I think we did some sort of prisoner swap where we gave up Gitmo detainees. And he was saying that it's a low life. Dan Amira, Amira, who works for New, worked at the time for New York Magazine, a reporter, kind of random. Alan Sugar, the British media like conglomerate mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. He has called his Twitter followers low lives. Interesting. Very it, well, meta. Yeah, his own really. Twitter followers. Yeah, because he, he was saying, like, many of the people who follow me just... Offer snide remarks, low lives. I, it wasn't Is that what the tweet was? Something like that. Huh. Yeah. Uh, he's called Bill Maher uh, a low life. Right. And he is called people who are Twitter hackers low lives. I really took the bait when you said person, place, or thing. I went no. straight for the place. Yeah, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. There were, there were no places in there. There were not, not one place. Yeah. It'd be hard. To, well, question. Washington low life. Play, I don't know, a city full of low lives. Yeah. That could work. Yeah. And that's, I that's, that's, we would have given that to you. That's where I was. A plural. You know, uh, yeah. Okay, Carol, after one round, where do we stand? It's tied. Four Ooh. to four. Wow. Four, four. I like it. Mm-hmm. Round two is real or fake. I give you a set of headlines. You tell me if it's real or fake. Now, normally, we give the person who is behind the chance to go first. Mm-hmm. But since they're tied... I think Chris has been the better bell ringer. <laughs> Chris, do you want to go first or in the tradition of Bill Belichick, would you like to defer and take the second set of real or fake headlines? I don't want to be anything related to Belichick, so I'll go first. Nice. I like it. On to Cincinnati. Okay. I'm going to read you a headline. All you got to do is tell me if you believe this is a real headline that is run in the internet in the last week. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number one, Maine Governor Paula Page just can't stop talking about black people. Is that real or is that fake? Sounds real. 
Correct. All right. Do you know what it's in reference to? His tantrum to about John it. Lewis. Yes. Alyssa? His... Go ahead. Explain. So Governor LePage is, I would say, and I say this in a bipartisan spirit, I think not particularly known for being temperate or sensible. And that's accurate. That's a, that's a good reading on him. He responded to John Lewis's attacks on President-elect Trump by suggesting that literally to a man who got beaten over the head fighting for civil rights, that he that a simple thank you would suffice to all of the white men who have party of Abraham Lincoln. We were the party of Abraham Lincoln. It's not even the party of Abraham Lincoln. So it's like specifically Abraham yeah. Lincoln. Wow. But yes. Yeah. A simple thank you would suffice. Simple thank you would suffice. I'm sad I got that one right. I say that to Carol all the time. A simple thank you would suffice. She never says thank you. Okay. <laughs> Number two, Chris, you're on a roll. A one question roll. Is this a real or fake headline? Everyone hates Donald Trump. Seems so real. It must be fake. Fake. Wow. He's really good at this. Fake. So true. It's It has the patina of veracity. It, yeah. That's very good. Although, it, I always say with these things, I made that up, but it's possible that that headline appeared somewhere. I mean, I can't search every... Do you Google them before you put them uh, in the script, I'm Chris? not familiar with Google. Mm. It's also a good Everybody Hates Chris Bing. reference. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Very true. Everyone does hate me, even though that's a reference to Chris Rock. Yeah. Yeah, my, at least people on my Twitters. Okay, number three. <laughs> the snowflakes need to be shaken up a bit. America's colleges brace for the age of Trump. I'm going to say real. I feel like you're good at this. Why did you say real? That's correct. Uh, thank you. Uh, it had uh, it had a headline writer's uh, sort of artistry to it. Absolutely. That is in Quartz. And Quartz does good headlines. Okay, there you go. Yeah. All right. Very good call. Hey, thanks, buddy. Okay, now this could potentially be a trick question. This is the headline. A band called the Reagan Years will play Trump inauguration to celebrate, quote, democratic process, end quote. Now, we've confirmed that the Reagan Years will be playing. But is there a headline that is, a band called the Reagan Years will play Trump inauguration to celebrate democratic process? Just as that last headline was good enough to make me think it was real, this one is awkwardly phrased enough to make me also think that it's real. I'm going with real. It's weird how he got there, but four for four. That is exactly right. That was a great thought it's process. Not a, I, don't I love when people explain their thought process. Directly contradicted himself. That one is too bad to be fake. The other one was too good to be yeah. fake. I don't what? know. Are you ready, Alyssa? He set a high bar here. I know. Let's see what I can do. But you guys are good BS detectors. Okay. Number one for Alyssa. Is this a real headline or a fake headline? Obamacare, colon, so hot right now. Is that a real headline or a fake headline? It's mm, a good headline. Yeah. I'm going to go with real because it strikes me as the sort of vaguely ridiculous thing that someone would do, use to describe a vaguely ridiculous situation. I would probably use that headline since I wrote it because it's fake. Oh, yeah. Boy. But yes, you're 100% right. That's the kind of clickbait headline that I it's frankly definitely something you traffic in. <laughs> Number two, and I believe my favorite of all of these, Putin defends Trump, extols Russia's sex workers as, quote, best in the world, end quote. Is that real or fake, Alyssa? I think the quote is wrong because it was it was they're undisputably the best in the world. But the quote is only as, quote, best in the world. Oh, so it wouldn't it, be wrong necessarily if you're going down that right. They would just have an omitted word. Then it's real because we live in an age of miracles and wonder. It is. It's a very, very good point, And it is real. That quote is Amazing, undisputed, best in the world prostitutes. Yes. Well, and also that he <laughs> everyone that, acknowledges that he used the phrase not even just that 
he said that they were undoubtedly the best in the world, but that they were girls of loose morals. Amazing. It's just it's, perfection. It's good stuff. The guy goes hunting with his shirt off. Okay, number three, Alyssa. Anti-Trumper John Kasich to doubters, colon, I'm no lame duck. Um, I'm going to go with real for the same reason that it's like that sort of awkward, kludgy headline style where people try to get like a quote and a phrase in there. That seems real. Rosenberg, colon, right again. <laughs> <laughs> Last one. Amy Adams on Trump, quote, he's not so bad. Is that a real headline or a fake headline? Since the news this week from Celebland was actually Nicole Kidman saying something similar, I'm going to go with fake. It worries me that Alyssa is able to so quickly tap into my what must be tremendously transparent thought process in coming up with fake headlines because that is exactly <laughs> fake. Um, did you guys see the Emma Stone and other celebrities doing I Will Survive to talk about the age of Trump? Have you seen this? No. They're, they're singing it. I'm writing it down right now on my notepad to look it I just up don't when get... I get back to my desk. Well, I'm interested in both of you because you both deal at least to some in celebrity. Like, do celebrities think that they or did, are they not strategic in this way? And don't care. Do they think that they are helping the cause of Trump opposition by being like so front and center for it? There was actually a great variety column today about all the ways in which Trump resembles really terrible studio heads and producers and directors. Oh, interesting. And the person who wrote it sort of suggested that Hollywood has reacted so strongly to Trump in part because his sort of management and personal style mirror really terrible experiences that are very common in the industry. I don't think that's actually the explanation for all of this, but I think that Democrats have actually spent years saying that having, and so have conservatives, saying that the fact that Hollywood is liberal is an advantage. And there isn't great sort of political science on no. this, but I mean, if Hollywood thinks that they're important, it's because the political classes have been telling them that for decades, and but not really discussing sort of what it is that people are supposed to do or how celebrity can be usefully deployed. So I think it's entirely possible that they're wrong right now, but if they're wrong, it's because politicians have been saying that that's true for a really long right, time. Right, they've been, I mean, I just like the Martin Sheen, like, you know, the this guy's president, like leading all that. It's like, I'm not sure you're the face. Well, I don't even think it's so much that it's a question of the faces. It's about the efficacy of the messaging. Right. I mean, if any one right. of the three of us had gotten a hold of Meryl Streep's Golden Globe speech before then, you know, before the night she delivered it, we probably would have cut or toned down all the lines about Hollywood as sort of a victim or hate object in this era, era because it looks self-pitying. There are a lot of easy ways to trim some of this stuff that makes it yeah. sort of less self-centered and more strategic and harder to attack. I think it's that the messaging is not often strategic or and sort of well thought right through. right i think they just say stuff yeah which I, mean, I think which i do think i would say that was better than saying nothing like i nothing bums me out more than watching a grammy telecast where everyone just gets up and thinks they're manager yeah. I would right much, and their agent yeah and their, right. i would much rather have people veering off course and actually putting ideas into the world and right i totally you know. agree i mean like stir it up you have the yeah, platform right like but if of course, you believe something say it absolutely. as opposed to like I mean, it's like the Michael Jordan critique always, which is like you have this massive platform and you don't say anything because you don't want to you don't want to uh, endanger like your relationship with Nike. Exactly. We're two rounds in. 
they only got one of my real and fakes wrong, which means that I'm not doing a good job at no. artifice. Yeah, not okay. really at all. Now I'm terrible at it. Okay, after two rounds. Wait, okay. can't, that, can't that be a compliment for us? Why does it yeah. have to be an insult to yourself? Really good call, Chris. <laughs> have Come Chris. on. Chris is going to be my life yeah, coach. Yeah, that was nice of him. It really was. Okay, so it's 8-7, Chris, right now. Okay. Okay, big stakes here. It's 8-7. Round three is the lightning round. We're going to try to run through these quickly. There's 15 of them. Oh Plenty boy. of room to catch up. Just ring in. Wait till I call on you and then okay. tell us the answer. Ready? Which U.S. state is known as the land of Lincoln? Alyssa. Illinois. Correct. Jumpman was, was originally the name of which Nintendo mascot? Jumpman was Chris. Luigi. Incorrect. Oh. It's really only one other answer. Mario. Correct. Luigi. In Super Mario Brothers 2, Luigi's special power is he can jump higher than Mario can. What the heck? I'm f- I'm angry at Nintendo. Wow. I'm writing okay. them a letter. Sorry. Interesting, yeah. interesting fact that you might be surprised after that revelation from Chris Richards. He's married. Yeah. <laughs> He's also interested in comic books, ladies. Okay, no. Um, during what war was the Iliad set? Chris. Oh, Alyssa, I can't hear. You have to help Alyssa. me. I have, I have headphones on. Alyssa. Um, I mean, it's the Trojan War. That is correct. What is Donald J. Trump's middle name? Chris. John. That's right. Who hosted The Daily Show before Jon Stewart? Was that Chris? I don't know. I wasn't wondering. Okay. I think it was Chris. Thanks a lot, Carol. <laughs> Thank you for being honest, Alyssa. Craig Kilborn. That is right. <laughs> what is an uncastrated male horse called? What is an uncastrated male horse called? Chris. A pony? Nope. Alyssa, no penalty for guessing wrong in case we haven't mentioned that. A stallion. That is correct. Wow. Name one of the two countries that share the Matterhorn. Name one of the... Alyssa. Switzerland. Correct. Do you know the other one? Um, Austria. No? Italy. Oh, that's right. Donald Trump soon will be the oldest president ever elected, but in the best health of any human who has ever run for office. Who was the youngest president ever elected? Chris Richards. JFK. Correct. Do you know how old he was? Not for points. Just... Uh, 37? Nope. Any idea, Alyssa? 41? He was 43. What? Yeah. How many <sighs> fingers does Mickey Mouse have? Chris. Three. So and he has one and, one and, one and a p- half on each finger? <laughs> oh. You're wrong either Eight. way, but yes. Yeah. Uh, total fingers. Uh, how many total <laughs> fingers does Mickey Mouse have? Total on both hands? Correct. Eight. Correct. Three. <laughs> it would be somewhat frightening if the if the cartoon character face of Disney had a gnawed off Rahm Emanuel like I just imagined the glove and I thought sorry, it was a three-finger glove. Sorry, kids. Glove. Mickey had an accident with a chopper. <laughs> Goofy is very aggressive. Exactly. Goofy <laughs> bit his head right off. Who played the title role in Mad Max? I don't know. Who that was that. That I was really a draw. Uh, How do you want to decide it? Uh, mm, do rock, paper, scissors real fast. Chris? It's uh, Mel Gibson. Correct. In what war was napalm first used? In what war was napalm first used? Alyssa. I think it's actually World War I. Not correct, according to my detailed documentation, a.k.a. searching on the internet, <laughs> which means Alyssa will probably prove right later. Yeah. Twitter will tell I'll you. I'll lazily guess World War II. Correct. How many presidents <laughs> have been assassinated in office? You don't need to name them, just a number. How many presidents have been assassinated in office? 
CR? Three. Incorrect. Two. Four. Four? Ready? Mm-hmm. Oh. Abraham Lincoln. Oh, yeah. Sort of a big one. James Garfield. McKinley, who was I, killed I was by the about McKinley. Yeah. That's right. And JFK. Okay. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> Garfield was the one I was not thinking of. Well, I mean, mm. what kind of fruit juice goes into a Cape Codder? What kind of fruit juice? Alyssa. Cranberry. Correct. Julia Louis Dreyfus had a birthday last Friday, January 13th. Is she older or is she younger than disgraced former governor, now current congressman, Mark Sanford? Julia Louis Dreyfus, is she older or younger than Mark Sanford? Chris Richards. Younger. That is correct. Uh, they're both 56. Her birthday just happened. He will turn 57 in May. Uh, okay, last um, one. If. Chris gets this right. It will be tied. Holy Cazoli. No pressure. The Fields Medal is an award given in what, Alyssa? Mathematics. And it's not a tie. Um. What was the final score, The final score was 15-14. Wow. Wow. Well fought, sir. No, it was 16-14, because you said it was going to be tied. 16, I'm sorry. I just, like, folded it before I even read it. Back up. Let's start that over again. 15-13. Everything's a lie. Do we want to tell them what they've won, and then we'll move on? I think I will allow you to announce the prize if I can tell them what the losers They've lost. Alyssa, you have won. (gasps) It's a star trophy. You want to know why? Because you're a star, Alyssa. Oh. Chris, nice. you draw your own conclusions about the fact you don't have a star trophy. <laughs> you'll go ahead. You'll need to display that on your desk. I will display it with Proudly. pride. Mm-hmm. And do you want it? So Alyssa has won. Do you mm-hmm. want to tell Chris what he has, air quotes, won? This is exciting Chris, for me. Chris, you are now required. Required. Absolutely mandatory. Obligated. I will bother you. You have to tweet something nice about Chris. My great pleasure. <laughs> My great pleasure. Like really nice. Oh, yeah. Don't like, worry. It's coming. Alyssa, you have uh, 20 seconds for a victory speech. Go. I am so grateful to accept this honor for my lifetime of incredibly hard work. I would like to thank my editor, Fred Hyatt, for giving me the opportunity to be here. Smart move. My husband, my husband, Matthew Gertz, for all of his support in, also the, inc- in, her Twitter bio. in the incredibly difficult training that went into this. It was and, grueling. But you know what? <laughs> you know, this award is for the real heroes. Oh, that's excellent. <laughs> I always do the show for the kids, just as a oh. reminder. Yeah. Chris, you have a 10-second concession speech. Go. I uh, really sincerely meant that I thought I was going to put zero points on the board today, so came out here and so did you a felt good. good. Once you got it, like one under your belt, yeah, you felt fine. I felt a lot like more. Like you comfortable. just don't want to be the guy who got none. I was really scared I was going to yeah, come in I'd here and s- just totally whiff. That's ten it's seconds. actually a very no common worry. Uh, let's see. I will plug your Twitter feeds, and then you get to plug one other thing at Alyssa Rosenberg, A L Y S S A Rosenberg, how you would normally spell B E R G on Twitter, uh, and you get to plug one other thing. Alyssa. If you want to get to know my work, you should check out the big series I published last fall, Dragnets, Dirty Harrys, and Dying Hard, which is a hundred-year history of the police in pop culture that includes David Simon telling a really crazy story about Martin O'Malley that has never been published anywhere else before, so check it out. And it's a very check cool out Alyssa, Alyssa's work regularly at Act For Her blog. Uh, Chris has my favorite Twitter handle ever. It's Chris... Double underscore Richards. 
Yeah. What's the story behind that? Can I just blame my parents for giving me an incredibly common name? So you had to go double underscore. I had to, to get double it. underscore just to have my name be part of the handle. Yeah. Okay. I didn't want to be like you know CP two seven five. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. like your yeah. AOL.com. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, thank you. So Chris, what else other than your Twitter feed do you want to plug? Um, watching movies on YouTube uh, because there's stuff that you can't get through the streaming services or through even VHS and there's a great horror movie I just watched called Messiah of Evil from 1973 that isn't a very good movie but it looks beautiful. You watch it on YouTube yeah, on yeah. your computer exactly. or on a screen on, on a I, TV I, that you I cast it to my television God. screen. So it's amazing. So Technology. you have a you have, you have a film shot on like Super 8 video, transferred to VHS, transferred then to YouTube, then blown up on your television screen and it's gone through all these different iterations and the movies they look amazing that way. It's I really watched great. Operation Dumbo Drop that way. I was <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am on Twitter at the fix. Carol is at I am Carol Beth. That's true. You can get the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Stitcher TuneIn, Google Play. Basically anywhere you listen to podcasts. And even if you don't like me, everyone likes Carol. So give it a five-star rating. And we will see you next week when the music is terrific. Chris Richards is a critic, a music critic. And he likes it. it. So Is it going to play right after we're done talking here? It's probably playing right now. We're playing you out. It's like the Oscars. So this is the point we're all supposed to say peas and carrots, peas and carrots. Yes. (laughs) We will be back next week under the glorious banner of President Donald J. Trump.